Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Make that seven wins in a row for your Miami Heat. I wonder what Eric Spolstra has to say to all the Heat fans that were freaking out when they were one and four. Uh, I mean, this is this this is just competition. We- well said, Spolstra. I mean, what what a fun game that just was that we saw versus the Brooklyn Nets. Truly one of the most exciting regular season games that we saw in a long time. I mean, there were so many like real highlight plays out there. I got a whole list. I started downloading the videos and realized there was just a ton of them. At first, you had Caitlin Martin coming into the game. Really, his first game of the year. We all know he was he was hurt. Like I think he played the first game of the year for a couple minutes. We don't count that. Comes into the game, immediately hits a corner three. Hit a hit a couple today actually. But that first one, as soon as he hit it, I said I bet money his toes on the line. It wasn't. I'm sorry, Dodge Caleb. But you had Caleb Martin hitting a monster three there. You had Jimmy Butler hitting a three himself and then holding up the 50 or 50, whichever way it is, telling the whole bench that he's shooting 50% from three this season, which is interesting, by the way. Like, I noticed there's a lot of really high percentages from three this season. Uh, Eric Reed said that even Lonnie Walker was 46% from three this year on five attempts. Uh, I even saw Derek Jones Jr. was 37% from three on four attempts. Uh, and if y'all are Heat fans, which why else would you be watching this video if you're not a Heat fan? I don't know. Maybe you're a Nets fan or just want to recap of the NBA. Either way, welcome. Subscribe to the channel. We like nine away from 3K. So hopefully we're at 3K by the time you're watching this. Anyways, self-promo aside, you know that Derek Jones being at 37% is very high for him. Uh, and even Wooga Poplar is at 70% from three on seven attempts per game. If y'all don't know Wuga Poplar, he's the, the new stud from University of Miami. Played well in the tournament last year, but he's up and coming. And shout out University of Miami. They're off to 3-0 to start the season as well. But then uh, aside from Jimmy Butler's three early in the game, you had some Jimmy Butler takeover late. You had the Himmy Jimmy Shimmy dunk on his head, followed by and one the very next play. Had the crowd rocking as he was cooking uh, Royce O'Neal. You had Duncan Robinson shoot a three off a jump ball with the utmost confidence that i ever seen. Came then in transition, popped up, left the follow-through out there. You know when Duncan Robinson is leaving the follow-through up, it's over for the other team, whoever they're playing. You had Bam at a bye with some nasty dunks in the fourth quarter. Him just backing down uh, Nick Claxton, using his strength, put a two-hand jam on his head. And then you had the, the amazing play off a of steal. Bam to Jay Rich. Back to Bam. Dunking off the lob. The, the rare double lob we haven't seen since the likes of LeBron and D-Wade back in the Heat jersey. That was really, really fun to see. And, of course, they, they got the hmm squad or whatever Jay Rich and Bam call themselves. If y'all don't remember, it was like a thing back when Winslow was here. I think they called themselves like the hmm squad. Something like that. I never really understood the reference fully, but that was an awesome game. Uh, in the Heat, basically, the Nets played well. They shot the ball very well, uh, I believe. Let me see what they finished with on the night here. Because it seemed like they were killing it from three. They shot, yeah, 43% on 35 attempts. They shot well. But this game was won for the Miami Heat by really outscoring the Nets the last two minutes of the first three quarters. And that's something I've said a lot. You could play terrible, but if you close each quarter strong, that's kind of where you know your, your money is made as an NBA team. Uh, and I think the Heat closed the first quarter on like a 10-2 run. They closed the second quarter on a 14-0 run. Uh, and then in the third quarter, they were up double digits going into the fourth quarter. And 
I mean, the game got a little close towards the end. Maybe the Nets cut it to as close as seven or eight. But what I really liked is the Heat were getting good shots. They weren't settling for terrible transition isolation threes like we saw earlier in the season. They were getting to the basket. We saw Duncan Robinson pass up an open three, get a layup at the rim. We saw Jimmy seal the deal with the layup at the rim. I really, really love their, their late game execution. But I kind of want to go through the box score again here. We'll, we'll go through every player and kind of share my thoughts on how I thought they performed today. You had Jimmy Butler with 36. Uh, when he cares about basketball, uh, nobody can guard him. Breaking news, I know. Uh, but it was nice to see him be aggressive. 12 and 19, so the efficiency just incredible. The 11 free throw attempts, you know that's something we always track uh, uh, track because it's a great way to tell Jimmy's aggressiveness. And of course, 2 of 5 from 3. So at 40%, his, his percentage did drop down a little bit. Uh, my guy Highsmith tonight. I, I am a, a, a publicly stated, known Highsmith believer now. I have converted to Highsmithianism after being a hater for the last couple of seasons. I see the vision now. Only six points tonight. Didn't record a steal or a block, but the defensive impact is there. And even one of the layups he had was a nice little Euro step going to the basket. That's not something he could do uh, last year. So I love seeing the improvement from him. Bam and a bio, just a quiet 27, four, two, and one. That's what's awesome about Bam is he's been so great. This is what we expect from him now. I mean, he's been a walk-in 22 and 11 for the past two weeks now. So 20 and 7 is not obviously as good as what we've been seeing. But he really played in the flow of the game. Shot over 50% today. Uh, and, and he just looked aggressive. That's what you're looking for with Ben, right? You're not looking for points. You're looking for the aggressiveness, the impact on the defensive end. Even that dunk on Claxton that we talked about earlier, that's not necessarily something we would have saw consistently last year. Bigger, uh, taller guys like Claxton would have bothered him. But the fact that Bam used his strength, post up that, you know, a guy who's much lighter than him, just put his back into him. Is that a pause? I don't know. But he put his back into him and then go up strong over him. That's the aggressiveness that you love from Bam about. Uh, let's talk about Duncan Robinson, who has solidified himself as the starting shooting guard on this team we're not gonna get into the the tyler hero debate i know it made its way to nba tv it's been all over twitter whether the heat are better than tyler hero we've talked about it the last several videos i think i want to get a full video out on it maybe sometime this weekend maybe later i'll see how i feel i don't want to be called a hater so maybe we'll hold it off for a little bit i want to really get some more sample size some more data uh so it's not just you know so we have some actual facts to back up that conversation but anyways i don't see how you can take duncan robinson out of the starting lineup i mean another 26 points tonight he was averaging 18 points a game since tyler hero went down obviously that went way up tonight 8 of 14 6 to 10 from three but the thing that you love for him just like we said for bam is his confidence when he's out there holding the follow-through that means that he is feeling himself. Even in the fourth quarter, had a crazy drive baseline up and under reverse. Started shaking his head, saying that I'm him. Duncan Robinson, him. Duncan Robin, him. Robinson. Well, however you want to say it. He's him. And uh, the confidence is something you like to see from him. Uh, and he's another guy, just like Highsmith. I'm going to have to give an official apology video to out at the end of the season because he was awesome. Uh, Kyle Lowry literally had three points three rebounds three assists three steals uh shout out to him <laughs> i actually saw today that out of guys who play 29 minutes in the league uh there's like 90 something of them who average 29 minutes his usage rate is second lowest to mitchell robinson who's a lob threat and when you got kyle lowry's a starting point guard you don't expect his usage rate to be that low uh but it is uh but it hasn't really been hurting the team so hey let uh, let some of the other guys get run and kyle lowry's not doing anything to mess it up uh zero turnovers today so 
That's good for Kyle Lowry. He's running the offense. Uh, Jame Hawkins, 10 points, 4 rebounds, 5 assists. I tell you, every game, he can do everything. Hit another couple threes today in the corner that looked absolutely beautiful. Coming off of his hands, I love him. I, I, I love Jame Hawkins so much. And I'll continue to say this because I don't think I could say it enough. It's hard not to be extremely excited as a Heat fan. We're talking about Hawkins. Uh, Kevin Love, Richardson, they all played their minutes as well. Played very solid. They've been playing okay as of late. Uh, obviously, K-Love's shooting hasn't been great, but you like the other stuff he does. Draw like six charges today. They only caught two. Uh, <laughs> and then it was nice to see Caleb Martin come back, hit a couple threes. Uh, and I'm sure he'll continue to get worked in the rotation as he gets the rust off him. No Thomas Bryant today. We've been seeing his role kind of get diminished game after game. Uh, and Spoden used him today or Drew Smith. So we're not going to say nothing negative because it was a fun game. Uh, on the net side, really just shout out Lonnie Walker. I love seeing my University of Miami brethren go off. Now, I didn't go to school there. I went to FGCU, you know, wings up or whatever they say. Uh, but I am a UM guy. Uh, and between him, uh, Bruce Brown just getting a giant contract. Uh, I saw a list on Hoops Hype on Twitter of the best EuroLeague players right now. And Shane Larkin was like seventh, if y'all remember Shane Larkin from University of Miami. So I love to see them doing great things. Uh, obviously, on this last year's team, Isaiah Wong and Jordan Miller got picked up by like Indiana, or at least Isaiah Wong that I forget where Miller's at. He may be there too summer, but I'm not sure they're playing much, but hopefully they can continue to work the way into NBA rotations. Uh, and in the years to come, I mean, you got a... Uh, you got, like we just said, Wuga Poplar. Uh, maybe Norchad O'Meara gets a chance in the league. So things are looking bright for UM Hoops, too. So shout out to them. Uh, anyone else on the net side worth talking about? Bridges played well. And, I mean, some other guys played well. Uh, future Miami Heat power forward, Dorian Finney-Smith, uh, shot uh, three or four from three. So he continues his hot shooting. Talk about another guy that's been on fire. But that's all I got to say about this game. I mean, it's a ton of fun the way this team's playing right now. Uh, and keep stacking up the wins because uh, the, the regular season is full of highs and lows. I want to acknowledge that while it's high so I don't sound like I'm being just some sunshine pumper when it's low. Because times will get low. But that's why it's nice while you're able to stack up these wins now so you don't fall three games under 500. And you're fighting to get out of the 7th A seed come you know, March, April. So keep stacking up the wins. They have the Chicago Bulls on Saturday in Chicago and then play another game versus the Bulls in Chicago on like two days after that in uh, Monday. Obviously, Chicago struggling. There's a lot of rumors there with Zach Levine and Caruso and DeMar and whoever else. Uh, we got a Zach Levine video that, that dropped a few days ago coming about, you know, him potentially coming to these. So if y'all are interested in that, go check it out. Uh, but Chicago's struggling. I'd love to see Miami get a couple more wins against them, uh, and we'll go from there. But let me know your y'all thoughts down below. Let me know if you're happy to see uh, Jimmy Butler care about basketball. If you don't mind, if he takes maybe more of a lackadaisical approach, uh, and just let me know how we feeling, Heat Nation, because uh, I'm feeling great. I can tell you that. But I'll see y'all next time. So make sure to like and comment as well. Don't forget to do that. That's actually very important because it helps me a lot. Like I said, I was like eight subs from 3k last i checked so help me get past that help me blow that into the water help me get to 5k by i was gonna say the end of the year if y'all if y'all can do that for me that'd be crazy uh i'm gonna end the video peace out pull up in the city trying to get that dead fast do it on my own i don't need no dead weight had to kill him off yeah i need a head space you know this homegrown bitch don't offend me thank you for listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.
You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.